Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening in with us today on our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. Our podcasts are brought to you by the Military Child Education Coalition, whose work is focused on ensuring quality educational opportunities for all military-connected children affected by mobility, family separation, deployments, and transition. Here at the MSEC, we want to ensure that every military child is college, workforce, and life ready. In our podcast, we will share your stories as we talk to military service members, professionals, parents, and military kids. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. Welcome, everyone, to our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. Our topic today is military children transitioning into or from the Judea school system. I'm Katya Pinkston. I'm a parent educator, curriculum and webinar developer for the Military Child Education Coalition. I'm also a parent and the spouse of a retired service member. Our son graduated from a Judea school overseas and is currently a freshman in college. Joining me today is Dr. McMullen. She's the director for Dodia Schools in Europe, serving around 28,000 students in 65 schools that are located on US military installations throughout Europe. Dr. McMullen, thank you so much for being here today. Can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Yes, thank you, Katia. First, thank you so much for the invitation to join you in the military child uh, Education Coalition today. I'm delighted to be here. I feel very fortunate to serve our military and our military-connected families as Director of DODIA Europe. Prior to coming here into this position in July of 2015, I was Superintendent of the Kaiserslautern District, and before that, I was Superintendent of the Georgia-Alabama District in DODIA America. Dr. McMullen, what would you say is your favorite part of being the director for Tudia Europe Schools? Katia, I can honestly tell you, it's our kids. There's nothing I enjoy more than visiting our classrooms to see what our kids and the teachers are doing. Uh, being the director to our 28,000 students in Tudia Europe is a dream job. I mean, all of the talent that we have in our schools, and it's an honor to serve our military and military-connected families. Thank you for sharing. Now, part of the life of being a military-connected student is that our children, well, they move and change schools on an average between six to nine times. Once a family knows that they are about to move to Europe, is there something that you would recommend parents can do to make their children's transition into a DODIA school as smooth as possible? Thank you for asking. Please, parents, connect with us before you arrive. Having a chance to see the region before you arrive will help your child before you all even land in Europe. We have a wonderful Facebook page that captures our students in motion. And if you know what community you're PCSing into, please visit our website and check out the schools in that community. Our goal through our social media platform is to showcase our phenomenal students and schools and to get information out to our parents. And for the transitioning family, it will bridge the gap between what new families think being educated overseas is like versus the reality. 
So as you just said, finding out about the future school beforehand and even connecting with others through social media, that's a great way to make that transition easier. Because when our children change schools, that is usually academically and also emotionally disruptive for them. How do the DIA Europe schools help students who are transitioning into or from a DIA school? Katia, we are really sensitive to this transition because by nature, the transition from one school to another can be challenging for anyone. But when you factor in the environmental aspect of transitioning overseas, well, that creates an entirely different set of emotions and challenges. Rolling out the red carpet for our new students is just imperative for our schools. Our administrators, teachers, and counselors are committed to meeting the academic needs of our students as well as the emotional needs. So, in addition to face-to-face -face counselors, student meetings, schools have welcome ambassadors waiting for the new student. And that's another student who can help navigate the newcomer through the school and can answer questions that new students may only feel comfortable discussing with someone in their peer group. You just mentioned the ambassador program, and my son was also part of the MSEC student-to-student program. And he always loved showing new students around the school and sitting with them during lunch. Dr. McMullen, I also wanted to ask you, about a common concern that parents may have. Students who PCS to Europe, they often come from a wide variety of schools, including, well, private or magnet schools, before they transfer into a DDA school. And some military parents, they might fear that the DDA curriculum is not going to be as challenging, and that their student might end up, quote unquote, falling behind their peers in the States. What would you say to a parent who has those fears? And what can we as parents do to make sure that our students are not falling behind? I'm so glad you asked that question, Katia. Uh, and it's a, uh, it's a great question because, and it's a normal question for our parents to have. My response would be this to our parents and our community. Students are truly at the heart of everything we do. And that's not just a catchy phrase. We are entrusted as educators to educate highly mobile students with a, coming from a wide variety of backgrounds and abilities. And we understand that we have to provide rigorous educational opportunities that are differentiated to meet the needs of all of our students, which is why college and career ready standards have been implemented for math, literacy and the fine arts, and we're continuing to expand to include all grade levels and all curricula areas. And on the same topic of questions that parents may have, things like transferring credits or academic mismatches and course placement, all that can be a challenge that our military children face as they are changing schools. What options does DIA offer to make sure that students graduate on time? That's another great question. Our mission is to educate, engage, and empower each student to succeed. 
And there are challenges that come with that, of course, but when the student, the principal, and the parents partner together, those challenges can and are most often overcome with great success. Every effort is made to ensure that all of our students graduate on time, but it does require commitment to the plan, this four-year plan from everyone, again, the school, the student, and the parent. Transferring credits, academic mismatches, and course placement can be unfortunate realities when a student transitions between educational systems, but it's our goal in DODEA to meet those challenges head on, and our Cal Council is right at the forefront of these efforts. I really would love to tell you a story that I think fits so well here. Uh, council told me this story just in the last few weeks. Because um, remember, our councils are right there. Their job is to help students ensure they meet these graduation requirements, look at career opportunities, and then navigate that sometimes daunting college application process. So here's this story that I just, I just really love this story because it's such a great example of what can happen when the counselor and the student work together. She said that back in January, one of her students had rushed in her door and she said, I've got to set up a meeting with you soon. Can we do that? Since I got my SAT scores, I believe I can go to college, but I'm the first in my family to go, and I really don't have any idea how to start. The counselor and this student, and this student was already a senior, this young man worked together, navigated that process, got everything in, looked at scholarships, and this young man, this month, is on his way to university in the States with a scholarship. He said to his counselor, now my future doesn't terrify me. That's just such a, a wonderful story, and that's just from one story from our students. And we have many of these. What a great story. I agree. It, it is so heartwarming and inspirational. I think it can really serve as an inspiration to all of us. Dr. McMullen, let me get back to those college and career-ready standards that you said Dodia has implemented. Can you Tell us a little bit more about what those standards mean for our transitioning students. Yes, and thank you, Katia. This is a really important point. These college and career-ready standards establish clear, consistent, and rigorous learning goals for our students in kindergarten through 12th grade, and they are focused on preparing our students for success in college and or the career of their choosing. Because the majority of the states have now implemented these college and career ready standards, the consistency between DODEA and the state um, benefits our highly mobile students and it reduces the challenges of transition on the student's educational pro progress. And so we're real excited to be in this process of implementing the standards because we're already beginning to see the positive uh, advantages of this implementation in terms of consistency with uh, the state. Mm -hmm. 
Before we part, do you have a final piece of advice or maybe a suggestion for parents whose children are transitioning into a Dodia Europe school? Yes, I do. Parents, I would encourage you to visit our website, dodea.edu or our Facebook page, Dodia Europe School. The amount of information that you have access to is astounding. And to the transitioning students, we look forward to having you in the Europe School. I'll leave you with this. A world-class education awaits you. Again, thank you so much for sharing these tips. And thank you also for taking the time today to talk about military children transitioning into or from the Dodia school system. Thank you, Katia. It's been my pleasure to join you. Thank you to all of our listeners for joining us today. Please continue listening right now for our after show, where we are going to talk in more detail about some points we shared on today's topic. With me here is Louise Webb, and we're now going to talk some more about military children transitioning into or from the Dodia school system. Hi, I'm Louise Webb, and like Katya, I'm also the spouse of a retired service member. One thing that resonated with me is when Dr. McMullen mentioned that there are student ambassadors at the schools who are welcoming the new students, taking that student around the new school and showing them where everything is, and who can also answer questions that new students may only be comfortable discussing with someone in their peer group. Yes, absolutely. And as I mentioned during the podcast, my son was also part of the MSEC student-to-student program. And he was always very happy to show the new students around the school and also to sit with them during lunch. Exactly. It is just those little things, but to our students, it makes all the difference if they've just arrived at a new school and if they can be welcomed by another student and not sitting all by themselves during lunch. In our parent workshops, we often hear that parents and kids, they're most one of their biggest anxieties is that they're going to have to sit alone at the lunch table because they're brand new and they don't they don't know anyone. But these ambassador programs like the student to student is an excellent way to introduce kids to a new school. Exactly. And uh, the other point that Dr. McMullen mentioned that is good to know is before moving connect with a new school before you even arrive and parents can find out a lot of information through the Dodia Facebook page and also by visiting the individual school's website. We learn so much from the internet nowadays so it's a, it is very important that parents reach out to that new school before you arrive. Sometimes there may be questions that parents may have that aren't answered online, so it is a good idea to connect with the new school and ask those questions that pertain to your individual student so that you can prepare ahead of time. And doing that is really going to ease some of that level of uncertainty for our students. Also, the Dodia schools typically have new student orientations during the week before school start. And that is another great opportunity for us parents, not only to see the new school, but also to connect with all the other new families who have just moved there. 
That's a great idea, Katya, especially for the students, because once they can get eyes on to their new school, get the layout of the campus, it's going to eliminate a lot of those unnecessary, you know, a lot of fears that they may have and take that away so that when school does begin, that they're all set and they're ready to go. So this concludes our discussion on military children transitioning into or from the DODIA school system. I want to thank you again for listening to our podcast for the sake of the child. We really appreciate your comments, your questions and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. I want to thank you again for listening to our podcast for the sake of the child. We would like to invite you to visit our website at www.militarychild.org. Like the MSEC on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Please join us again next time as we share more stories that impact our military-connected kids.